hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to The Real Times with Kimberly Marie. And Bianca Rachel. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, y'all. Y'all. Y'all, this pandemic, this little, let me, this, it seems like wait, this wait, wait. First and foremost, happy belated Mother's Day to everybody. Oh, yes. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers who listen to yes. our podcast. You know, we got to give a shout out to our own mothers. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all for dealing with us because I know we can be a handful. And to my sister, happy belated Mother's yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah, and to all those who've lost their mom, great memories, you know, hearts felt. Just remember, we hope you remembered them and laughed and thought about them and told stories about them because, you know, it's always nice to remember loved ones, especially those who who ride or die for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all, we are in another week of the same bullshit. <sighs> don't remind me. And when I say that, I mean, I, I just want to say this. I don't know if this pandemic has just opened a door for police to think they can just go around harassing, trying to, you know, kill. I don't get it, but I'm going to tell y'all this. I'm going to say you're wrong. I think the door has already been open. It's been open, but we're I'm saying now a lot more. Like, we have no. nothing else to do, so we're more probably watching it. But some people have always known this has happened. And, you know, other people are just jumping onto the bandwagon of belief that it's happening. No, no, no. It's been happening since I said we came into this country. But, no, it's getting out of hand. It's becoming to a harassment when, oh, I'm just going to, you know, beat you down because you ain't got your mask on. You know, and then you're going to use it as your excuse of why why you harassing. Like, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. You're not going to beat people down because they're harassing, because they don't have a mask on. I'm sorry. Like, come on. Are y'all providing masks for these people? Don't be beating people down when you don't have a clear, you know, plan or anything well, like that. Yeah, and it's yeah, straight up double standard. But I, before I say that, I do want to say this. I hope if if you didn't run, I hope you walked at least 2.23 miles to um honor um the i run with mod because you know that's what we were doing and i actually ran on monday i got my workout in because it needed to be done uh so anyway we're gonna go back to amar avery uh two out of the three men the mother uh the the uh sorry the son the father and son racist duo you know the who did a modern day lynching they have been arrested but I'm still trying to figure out why the third person hasn't been arrested. This is the thing that gets me. If you are the getaway driver in an armed robbery, yeah, you, you, all get, you all get charged with armed robbery. This guy videotaped. He had a gun. He was blocking in Ahmad. He literally did everything they were going to do. If Ahmad tried to run his way, he had his gun cocked and ready. So you need to be charged with the same attempted murder I mean, uh, I'm not, not attempted with murder. First of all, to me, it was premeditated, but I'm just going to say that because to me, it needs to be premeditated because you called your friends. You had a plan to block people in. You had your guns ready. To me, that's premeditated, but I guess we can go with whatever they trying to say it is. But, and this is the thing with me. I don't care that they got arrested. Good job. They got arrested. They're held without bun. It's probably for their own good. That they held without bun. Because I believe in street justice for some people. I'm not going to lie. So my whole thing is. I need to see what's going to happen next. I don't Until I hear guilty. And they doing life in prison. I or, mean is that genuinely. What you think is going to happen. No, they'll get. I don't have much uh, hope for white supremacists. And especially a place like Georgia. 
I'm sorry, but Georgia is known for being for very racist, you know, very racist. My whole thing is I can't have faith in stuff like this. When I've seen stories like Tamar Rice, when the evidence was clear, when I've seen stories like Trayvon Martin, when I've seen so many stories that I can keep on naming, uh, and, you know, I, I can't have faith in a system that's not made for blacks. So do I think they're going to get off? I'm going to have to be honest and say yes, because the guy right now is not being arrested. He's going around, you know, trying to make himself uh, be a victim. I can't, I can't sleep in my house. I've been sleeping in my car, going place to place. I'm not well educated. You don't got to be real educated to be a killer. Hmm. Plenty of people kill who aren't smart. You don't have to be too smart to be a stone cold killer, to be a racist. You were, you were bold enough to be a racist. To me, I don't care about that. My whole thing is we will not have full justice for Ahmad until every single person is arrested. And let me tell you who else needs to get arrested. That crooked district attorney. You know what? Okay. So I, I'm... I'm... I'm a for what you're saying, and I, I know you're going to go to this path that I'm going down, but honestly, I'm to the point where I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of leaving things to the justice because, in truth be told, I never, I never openly say we should be violent because we all know violence has no real solution, and it's not necessarily healing either. But we passed kumbayas and talking about it. Like, this went on in february you know like february 23rd it's not the first one i can list off from trayvon martin shit before trayvon martin was trayvon martin there was trayvon martins you know Mm -hmm. like we could go before the emmett teal Mm -hmm. like we can list so many names of black boys and even i'm sure there's black women that we don't know yeah a whole lot of black women you know, and I, it's 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 annoying and it's too much. Like when as a community of black people, are we going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. One of us going to just have to take the bullet on this one. Like no pun intended, but you know, an eye for an eye type of deal. Because And, and I know that we are, people have told me, you know, we want to be past that point. We want to be the point where we can have a civilized conversation. And and I would love for us to have a civilized conversation, but the people who you want to have a civilized conversation with still in 2020 do not identify black people as human beings. Like Mm -hmm. we are not seen as human beings. We are treated less than by statistics. We are still paid less. Our inner schools that are mixed with blacks do not receive the same. You know, we've seen inner school, uh, inner city schools that don't even get like basic programs like lunch and stuff because, oh, you know, it's that community and we're not we're not worried about them. They're beneath us. And and that's that's horrible. And it's enough. Mm-hmm. Like I've honestly had enough. Yeah. People are like, I mean, hey, you didn't go run. You damn right I didn't run. Now I walk about a mile every day, but it wasn't in a disrespectful way that I didn't. But I I need to figure out a different way to go about this because I was very upset. Like, and I'm always upset. And someone put on uh, Instagram the other day, they were like, well, you know, black people are only upset when black, when white people kill black people. 
And I think that was probably the most offensive statement I had ever heard because it's not that you're, we're upset because he was killed by white people. I mean, yes, we are. And especially if they, they were clan and they're racist, but you're also upset because what's the point? Like, and if you listen to a lot of black people in the community, especially like the ones who are like, you know, your owls, your reverend, um, anybody in the church, <clears throat> that's just a stuff in my throat. It ain't Corona. Don't want to hear it. Um, people just need to understand that we preach about the black on black crime just as much as we preach about the white on black crime. Now, the black on black crime, we may not air as much, but that is still equally important. A black life is still a black life. It doesn't matter who takes that black life because there's still a wrong. Murder is a murder. You know, a plot to kill is a plot to kill. And so I just, I've had enough. And I, I really, I really hope it doesn't come to like how back in the 60s and 70s and 80s you were having race wars and stuff, how this is being handled. I honestly feel like there's not a better solution. Like, I feel like one day you're going to open up to CNN and just be like, you know, the Klan has openly just in sheets, just walking down in Georgia, just chilling. I feel like that's where it's at. I mean, we, they may not be in sheets, but don't you remember North Carolina? I mean, they were open. I mean, they're always open at these marches, but never mind, I just want to step in. The reason why I ran is because I am a runner. I run constantly. I have friends who run. I go sometimes into the neighborhoods. Sometimes the neighborhoods I go to are predominantly white neighborhoods. I live in a predominantly white neighbor uh, area. So when I ran, it was because I literally saw myself in a mod. I literally could have been a mod. I know several black men who run. So, you know, I, I, I definitely, I feel every killing of black innocent lives. I, I feel it all because it just shouldn't never happen. But unfortunately we're at a state and we've always been at a state where we've always had to protect ourselves. But let me tell y'all something. It amazes me. Let me just, let me put y'all up on game. They didn't arrest these men because, oh, they finally realized it was time to arrest these men. These stories would have gone unknown if it wouldn't have been for somebody who whistleblowed and leaked this video who was an attorney who said he leaked it because he didn't want to start a race war. It wouldn't have gone any further if we if the video had not been leaked and that people didn't see what was going on. They would have kept this quiet. But what's amazing to me and I'm not shocked about it, is that it took two months for anything to be done. But Shannon Brown, who is a former NBA player, you may know him. If you don't know him in the NBA, you may know him, know him as Monica's ex-husband, Monica's senior ex-husband. He was in his house minding his business. He has a for sale sign in his front lawn. Two people... I'm guessing they may be a couple. I don't know. Allegedly, I'm going to say this allegedly, walks around his property and then opens the door to his property. He shoots a warning shot. Like, what the hell is going on? Because if you saw... I ain't, I, ain't sent, I ain't shooting a warning shot. Because if you saw people walking around your property and they trying to jiggle the door to come in and they come in and you shoot a warning shot, 
why are you not standing your ground? Because this is my thing that gets me. Just because I have a for sale sign doesn't mean you can come open my front door. That, yeah, that, that's, that's not, not how what it, that means. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless there is an open house sign, do not think you can open people's front door. Now, when I look at some house, I see for sale signs. Let me tell you what I do. If they don't have that little thing where you can look and see what's in the house, you can always go up online if you really want to check it and go to true, whatever it is, all these websites they got going on and go look up the address and then see how the house looks on the inside. You don't have to go jiggle somebody's door handle, open the door, and then you get all shook up because they fire a warning shot. Because what he should have done is actually shoot y'all. Because you all trespassed. And then he goes to jail he goes to jail because he shot at these people. He was in his house. Yeah, minding his business. And I'm I'm not even being funny. He really did them a service by firing a warning shot. Because I'm I'm not firing a warning shot. I'm I mean, they I understand, Bianca, you're not following the law. You're supposed to shoot a warning shot. And it depends on what state you're in, you really can't shoot to kill when they intrude. But let's be very clear. This is my territory you know i when i go out to kroger's or something that you know i abide by the law and the rules you know kroger i ain't going in there knocking over uh shelves and stuff so when you you can't you know you can't come into my space this is where i can do whatever the fuck i want to do you can't just come up in this space uninvited intruding no and you're not getting a warning shot period i'm past that I might I, shoot you in the arm. You better hope I don't get a hold of your ass. First of all, if this is my thing, if they're trying to use the excuse of citizen arrest for George Michael, that they're trying to use that, that everything about citizens arrest applies to Shannon, Shannon Brown even more because he was in his own property. And, and I just found, got clarification. It was two white men. I'm sorry. In Georgia, two white men trying to come into my dough. You better believe I got my gun. Let me tell y'all something. I've said this last podcast, and I know I probably said it before. Gone are the days of kumbaya and holding hands. I, I, I've said that. I I know we've said that before. I mean, we I had said, a whole episode about we we not forgiving them. We I I have said is, we passed it. Yep, this generation is more of a Malcolm X than I've ever seen. We, I mean, I, I appreciate Dr. Martin Luther King and what he has done. I honestly do. I honestly do. I honestly have appreciated it. But guess what? The marches to me and the handholdings. I'm gonna tell y'all this. We march, we protest. This quarantine should have taught y'all something, mm-hmm. and it should have taught y'all this. We need to start marching and protesting the way we've been seeing these white people protest and march for the gyms reopening, for them to get themselves some Golden Corral, for them to get themselves some ham sandwiches at Golden Corral. The way they marching, you going into a subway with a bazooka, you taking a break in your march. What did one lady say? This modern day slavery that she can't come out her house? These people uh-huh. are Girl, have what have what have what I've seen all kinds of guns. I've seen uh the uh uh pistols, I've seen the rifles, I've seen the uh snipers, 
the way they're protesting is the way we need to start protesting. We don't need to be holding hands, walking down the street, because guess what? This is the way they have allowed them to protest is the same energy they need to give us to protest from now on. And guess what? I saw in front of Ahmad uh, Aubrey's killer's house that uh, black the black militant group came and they had their guns and the police couldn't say nothing to them because they weren't on their properties first of all and they had their gun licenses black people hear me out and hear me clear get your gun license get your gun license second thing black people hear me out join the NRA and this is why I say join the NRA because until we take over the NRA things will not get changed because guess what they are scared. Guess guess what a white person's biggest fear is a racist white person, a black person with a gun, and an educated one. They don't like that. Why me and my sister looked it up. Joining the NRA don't cost nothing. I think you get like a three or four no. year membership for like $150. Say, it is cheap. And let's be very truthful. The NRA don't we already well, I don't know if people know. I assume they know. But the NRA has already been accused of misappropriating funds. So basically, mm-hmm. if you pay them enough, you basically can do what you want, is what they're saying. And the, just like how they say, and guess what, Benet, because the NRA loves to say, you know, we're here for the rights of people and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Guess what, when I have my membership, guess what I'm going to say? And if enough of us take over and get that membership, then that's when shit's going to change. Shit's not going to change until we start taking over shit. Now, yep. you need to clarify, you don't mean just paying. You're saying start being active, get involved, because you need to have people in correct positions of power. Well, no, it, it mean, this is the thing. As long as you got your NRA membership, all they want is your money. You ain't got to be, because I know people who have NRA memberships. My family's very country. <laughs> they don't care about you being that involved. They want they check because they need money. NRA cannot survive without money. They need your money. And guess what? Not enough black people are re- properly registered gun owners. I feel like we need to have more. We need to be uh, part of NRA. Let's take over it because guess what? Their worst fear. If we start taking over the NRA, do you understand what the NRA will do? If we get enough people in there, then we can start getting our people on the uh, board. We can start getting our people. We didn't, you know what I'm saying? We have to start getting our people in positions of power. This is why it's so important to vote. It, it really is. This is why it's so important to vote because I'm done having people who claim they want to be like me, uh, who, who's fighting for me only when election time comes around. We yeah. need to get our people in office. We need to get our people, our skin color, our, and let me just say this, our people, meaning the people who got our same views because all skin folk, Ain't kinfolk. We have said that several times. Hmm. Some of y'all are say it one more time, just for the people in the back who ain't hear you. Look, all skin folk ain't kinfolk. A hmm. lot of y'all sitting right here going crazy over this new district attorney who's been um who's been uh over the Ahmad uh Aubrey's case. But let me just tell y'all something. I'm just gonna be honest. Her name is Joette Holmes, I believe her name is, and she's a, a special prosecutor for the case. All I know is she was appointed by Governor Kemp. That's not a good thing. She's a big fan of his. And I heard she likes Trump. So I'm not, and let me tell y'all what they do. Because if you haven't realized, white folks at the top will bring a black person. 
to, you know, be the face. And then they go just like that one in uh what Florida. Remember the boy uh um uh, uh, the uh guy who was sitting in his house and, and the cop came in and shot him. Yeah. And that's crazy though. Yeah, and remember when the judge got down there and gave the lady a hug and a Bible? And then his brother got that on the stand. That was, that was Dallas. That, that was for the boy. Oh, yeah, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that was, was Dallas. My Dallas. bad. My bad. That was Dallas. It's, so, it's been so many. You know, it's been so many. I have to, you know. Yeah, and then the judge got down there and gave her a Bible, the black judge. And then his brother came. Let me tell you something. I don't want to see no more forgiven. It's just too much. When, <laughs> when, does it, when do we get... I can understand if we were doing the forgiveness and people were actually going to jail or getting sentences that fit their crime. But it's like we forgive and then the sentence don't fit the crime. When when is enough enough? Like, you know, it's too much. Now, if you were like, you know what? Hey, could you try to forgive somebody if they're on death row for killing a black man? Well, if I actually see someone in this day and age go to death row and be sentenced to death and actually put in a, you know, know that they are going to die, maybe. Now, I'm not saying they need to die for me to forgive them, but I'm saying if the sentence fits the crime. And that's not what we see. We don't ever see a crime that's committed and then the sentence is fitting. Shit, uh, Zimmerman's still roaming around free. Why? Looking up good air. Why? Living his best life. Why? I'm, people I'm of Florida. Confused. I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass confused. People of Florida. What's going on? Corona. What's going on? Corona, come on. Come on. 11 Secret Service members yep. got Corona. Uh this man's right-hand man who brings all his stuff got corona. What are you doing, corona? I- I'm sorry, but it's like you're skipping over the people who, who you know, might need to get touched by an angel. I mean, what is going on? Why does this orange clown... Yeah, what is going on? What is going on, corona? But let me tell y'all something. The same energy you all are giving... Black men, when they get unjust, unjustly killed by the hand of police, we got to step up more with the black women, I feel like. Um, because I feel like at some point we, we kind of get lacked on because we are our brother's keeper. But sometimes I'll be, fi- well, I mean, they don't be seeming like they want to be ours. And that's not a lie. That's just the facts. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, it took us forever to get Sandra Bland name into people's mouths and yeah. the people like to hear her and be like, hey, this girl, this black girl just, you know, was killed, you know, by the hands of police in prison. And they saying she, you know, killed herself. But uh, the, the picture looking a little funky and a little shady. Black men, come on, stand up for us. We, 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 we've been fighting for y'all for years. But um, what we're going to talk about is Brianna Taylor out of Louisville, Kentucky. We're going to talk about her. And with that, it's going to go with Kenneth Walker, who, let me just explain y'all this story. Because this is the this is the most bizarre story. I've, this story is pissing me off. <laughs> so it was Tuesday, March 13th. 
no, I'm sorry. It was a, a March 13th that this shooting happened to Brianna Taylor. Let me set this, uh, let me set this story up for you all. Middle of the night, you sleep in the bed. People barge into your house unannounced. You don't know what the hell they want. You don't know what the hell's going on. You own a gun that's right next to you. You shoot it because you're protecting yourself and your girlfriend. Middle of the night, you can't see nothing. They shoot back 13 shots, killing your girlfriend. They turn on a light, they're police officers. They arrest you for attempted murder because you shot one of the cricket police officers. And your girlfriend's dying next to you. Come to find out, they had the wrong address for, they were looking for a guy. They had the wrong address, nowhere near the address. You don't know this dude, you never met him before. And to put the icing on top of the cake, the guy was arrested earlier in the day. So we're not talking to each other. So, so the police now don't know how to read street addresses. It, it's a lot of shady things that have happened that people need to start asking questions about. I, I got a list. Well, you know what? I'll give y'all a few. I won't even give you the list that I wrote down and prepared. Here's the few that come off my head. Okay. I understand you have the search warrant. Why? What was the search warrant? A judge had to sign off on that and nobody caught the clerical error for the address. Nobody bothered to communicate within the community of police officers that this man had been caught hours before. No one hours. thought. Can you repeat that part? Can you repeat yeah, that part? Hours. A whole, a whole half a day, at least five hours before this man was caught. So when y'all was in my shit in the middle of the night with this warrant, this no knock warrant, what was it for? And better yet, I'll take it one step further. I want all the police fired badges stripped i i'm kind of wanting some motherfuckers to sit in jail personally oh, no i don't want no i don't want i don't want I want, they need to sit in jail and this is the judge I, I honestly think the judge should be just barred to somebody no 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 what we're gonna do is give him his now what we're gonna do is give judge lou stevens his props because what he has this man has come out and talked about the racism in louisville police department somewhere no. along the line no no no, no. let me let me t- let me tell you what has happened with him oh you're talking about the judge who issued the warrant yes okay yeah okay i thought yeah, you were talking about the guy yeah, who's no, no. the judge who issued the warrant because there is so many steps that police officers mm-hmm. take to get a warrant nobody saw that the address was wrong mm-hmm. nobody out of all those hands that paperwork had to change to so y'all are pis- pencil whipping paperwork is what i'm gonna mm-hmm. do because right, y'all just can't read so we either need to go back to kindergarten and learn some basic phonetics or or we need to get people who are more detail-oriented. But apparently that's what police and detectives are supposed to be is detail-oriented. Well, Bianca, mistakes happen. I understand, but mistakes happen as it passes through 15 to 20 different hands. Nobody noticed that the fucking address was wrong. I, 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 I don't I have so many questions. I don't. I have so many questions that they're not giving me the answers to. And this is the thing that gets me. What, who does stand your ground actually work for? Because it it works for 
you know who it works for. Yeah, we know who it works. But this, <laughs> if this is not a clear indication that the Kumbaya days are over with, I don't know what else is. Kenneth Walker is literally still, still has an attempted murder charge put on him because one of the officers were shot. But if somebody comes into your house unannounced in the middle of the night, waking you up out of your sleep, you hear people coming in. Why would I not shoot back? Explain to me why I would not shoot back. And once you realize you fucked up and the address you had was completely wrong, you should have took the L and released that man. But I want to thank the black judge out there, Judge Olu Stevens, who they hate this man. The police department hate him. Other congressman members hate this man because guess what? He has blasted the police department several times for racism, the Congress people for racism. And this is what he did. He was looking at the case and couldn't believe it. But he's a judge. So he still, he, you know, he, until they present it, you know, he has to do what he has to do. So he put the black boy on house arrest and said, you're going to go on house arrest while you are, t- while you wait your trial. That's what, that's, we're not going to keep you in jail because guess what? This wasn't your fault. So we do thank God for, this is why I say, we got to get more of our people on, on the, ju- uh, in, in the system. We got to get more of our people because if it wasn't, if it was a white judge, if it was a white judge who read this docket, I'm pretty sure Kenneth Walker would still be sitting in jail right now. Oh, for sure. I, I, I really do believe that. And this, and this is just really, I, it's, we have to get justice for this, for this young lady. This lady was an essential worker. They did everything by the book. She was an EMT. She was working two, three shifts. She was literally coming home to get some rest because she was exhausted with all this coronavirus stuff going on. And she was just trying to get some rest, some sleep. And now you're telling us that we can't even sleep in peace? Add that to the list. You can't even be in your house in peace. I'm telling you, when you walk around your house, you need to, you know how they they want you to walk around like you renting. And not renting in a good neighborhood. They want you to walk around like you got to just walk on eggshells. Oh, you know what? Let me ask you if it's okay if I blow my nose at three o'clock in the morning. You know what? I got hungry last night and I wanted to, I wanted to, that 4.30 snack. Is it okay if I go downstairs in my kitchen? Do I have to worry? But why should I have to even think about stuff like that? You know, like if I hear something rattling in the backyard, do I need to wor- be worried that if I defend myself, I'm the victim and Thank I'm going to be held responsible? I'm now not only a victim of maybe what could be a break-in if it really is a break-in, but now you're going to tell me I'm, is a, I'm a criminal for standing my ground on what's mine. Well, isn't it? So I'm not, not trying to be funny. Not, not mine. I'm not trying to be funny, but isn't, didn't they break in? If the no. address didn't match? The, the one. I don't know the, the, loca- the, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know if that is really a break-in because technically by law, they did have the search warrant for an address that they believe. No, 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 no. No, the house they went in was not the right address on the warrant. Well, that's what I'm saying. But by paperwork, everything matched up. So no, we- no, no. They went into a house that was not on the paper. Not on the paper. I mean, you get a warrant, you get an address. 
They, oh, they just, never even tried to go into the other correct house. They fucked up the address. Yeah. And then to find, they call it a botched raid. That's what right. they, they call right. it a botched raid. They, the, the police has come out and said, oh, it was a botched raid. Well, a botched raid, somebody was killed. And another person is in jail for attempted murder. Some Another person is on house arrest. They can't work because of attempted murder. So if it was a botched raid, you need to take that L. And that man who got that bullet deserved it. You other two should have got a bullet. So you better be happy that you didn't get a bullet. Yeah, I mean, but how the question is really how many botched raids do y'all have a year? Thank you. Let, let, I mean, I'm you know, I'm I'm not trying to throw shade and I know a lot of people are listening to me all y'all do is bash the police. That's not the intent. And y'all know that's not the intent. But I just want to be very clear on this. This podcast will talk about everything under the sun and right now this is a hot topic in our hearts. But mm-hmm. more or less I don't want a police officer to do their job half-ass, just like you wouldn't want a heart doctor doing no heart surgery half-ass. Preach. I mean, let's be very clear. I don't want it. You are supposed to protect and serve. It does not say when you take that oath to protect and serve white people only because I only like white people and fuck every other race. That doesn't mean... That if a Muslim woman is being harassed, that you can stand by and watch. You have to make an active effort to protect and serve. It's real simple. You either get on board with all of it, or you put your ass at a dust duty and maybe write some tickets, you know, because don't nobody like me to mage to begin with. So you have to be safe. I mean, that's just where I'm at. I, I, I'm very serious about it. Yeah, I want to be a police officer. Okay, sir, sir, you got a parking ticket for being parked here without paying your meter. That's a police officer. Have a good day, sir. Hee hee. Leave leave the leave the big boy shit and the big girl shit to people who really give a fuck. Because well, we definitely mindset, you. There's just not enough. Like you know, and not all cops are like this. I say this every yeah. time. Not all cops are bad cops. I do not believe that. Now. I do unfortunately think there is more bad cops than good cops, mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. You and you being the the mayor, the governor, you know, the chief of police. Stop letting your friendships fuck with how the law should be ran. The law is not well. Okay, that's that's contradictory. The law is not racist, but you know, when we read our constitution and our amendments, we see who it favors and who it was written for at the time. The the law was never written for us what you're saying. It was never written right. for the for the blacks. Right. Well, because when it was written, we yeah. were slaves. So yeah. we, we were property, and property yeah. don't have no feelings. So, you know, it's just not it's not right. You know, like think I don't know. I I don't know how to fix it. I have suggestions on how we could start implementing small things, but it's going to take a lot of people in very important positions and places to put aside their pride and realize that, you know, I bleed just like you bleed. If you cut me or shoot me, do I, you know, and let's be real in in this pandemic that's going on. Do you only see black people dying? Do you only see white people dying? Is there only like Muslims dying? You know, is there only Hispanics dying? No. Everybody, this this virus is motherfucking equal opportunist. 
Well, and let me just say really should be what t- sets the tone you need to love everyone you don't have to agree i've said this before you don't have to agree with anything anybody says but you need to have enough common sense to be like you know what i respect your opinion but i don't feel that way and that doesn't mean y'all gotta come to blows over it you shouldn't be trying to shoot me or kill my family member because you of your belief your belief is so strong that you would dare take my life for something i cannot change i can't help that i was born black but your hatred was taught you learned that i mean some gotta give well this is what i want to say this is why it is important that we vote in state city elections and we vote in November. Now, I'm not even saying you got to vote for president because I, if you want to leave that blank, that's your that's your business because I'm not really, you know, don't even know who I'm really voting for. Well, I know I'm not voting for that orange clown. That's one thing I know. You know, we know that to be sure. But this is what I'm saying for the local part. Even if you say, well, I don't want to vote for nobody for president. Okay, you can leave that blank. You, you know you can leave that blank, right? But you need to make sure that your state and local officials, you vote the right person in office because a lot of y'all a lot of y'all be silent and then this is what we got these people in office like jackie johnson and we got because 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 let me tell you something who is the judge who is the chief of police in 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 louisville who saw this who saw the aspects of this case and literally was like oh we'll just charge him charge him with attempted murder you get what I'm saying? We 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 yep. gotta start putting the right people in office because you know I don't understand how so many black people live in places like Mississippi and Louisiana, but constantly voting in Republicans, especially in Mississippi, especially in places like Alabama. Like it's too many black people in in those states that y'all are just not out there voting and letting these right races get into office. We gotta start voting way more. And like and I said, knowledgeable. Don't just go vote to vote uh-huh. because you know, you just, sometimes you cannot vote for a straight. Dem- you got to make sure you right. vote for the right Democrat because sometimes that one Democrat is a closeted racist. To, well, to a lot of people, I guess I'd have to look up the numbers. I didn't really think a lot of people to this day really voted a straight ticket. I'm not I saying mean, that, but sometimes you vote for the wrong. You may look at a commercial real quick and you go vote for this this Democrat, and then it comes out that he you know, has these racist affiliations because they, some of them people max themselves. They max themselves because they know they, they, they can get black people's vote. So you got to make sure you vote for the right de- uh, Democrat. And let me tell you something. You, if you are black and you want to run, cause you want to be a politician, make a great campaign and, and, and let us know what you're doing because we need to get as much as our kin folk in there as we can. Not the skin folks, but the kin folks. The ones who are actually going to get the change, who, got, who actually wants it. That's what we need. That's what we need in office. That's who we need to be protecting the people who understand what it is to be black in America. Some of y'all act like y'all are not Negroes in this America. Some of y'all get on these platforms and say, well, oh my, why was he, uh, why did he stop to look at a, uh, at a, a construction house? I've seen people when I was living by construction houses and they were getting built, people will come in and look at them because they would draw inspiration. Oh, let me see how this is, uh, how this is designed to see if I want my layout to look like this. Let me see if I, so that's not good. 
what was he stealing? The uh the uh the the wood on the walls. If if it's under construction and the house didn't even have a surface or a base, what was he stealing? What was he stealing? Yeah. You know, I mean like stop the lies. Like and then we, but that's what that's what they want. Some of y'all will play a puppet for white folks and tap dance for them just to prove that you and, and did not even be anything on their mind they just want you to be there to just look a fool because guess what when you speaking out against us they just looking at you like you dumb negro we have got to stick together now more than ever in times like this but my thing was okay let's go of your analogy even if he was stealing something right why couldn't you call the cops I mean, don't say they couldn't dial their phones fast enough because we didn't see people dial up some phones. Do uh, 911 calls. Fast. So my question is, if you thought he was up to, you solemnly thought he was up to no good, why you couldn't call the real cops? Because why did you make two 911 calls? Why did you call the first one and lady asked you, well, what did he actually do? Did he break in somewhere? No, he was just looking around a property that was under construction. They're like, but did he take anything? Did he steal? Uh, 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 and then, then the call drops because yeah. you know why you dropped the call? You realize you didn't have a case. You realize that you, that the lady was asking you questions you couldn't answer. Because you, realized, yeah, the questions didn't need to be answered. You, you was dead ass wrong. And you knew it. And you didn't, and, and, and you knew she was checking your ass. And then you called again when you killed this man, talking about some, oh, stop, freeze, freeze there. I don't have to freeze for you. I don't have to freeze. I don't have to freeze for anybody who's not, who don't have a badge. And I barely want to freeze for them. Cause let me tell you something. I will tell them, I will follow you to the police station, but I do not feel comfortable stopping right here. So I don't have to freeze when, when uh, two guys are coming out their car with a guns, with big old rifles pointing at me. You want me to freeze? Why would I freeze? Basically, freeze is the opposite of what I'm doing. <laughs> Why would I, if somebody comes with two big guns chasing you down and they tell you to freeze, why would you freeze? You have got to be the dumbest person in the world if you freeze. If you freeze, you are literally the dumbest person in the world. I mean, what? There's I struggle with this. Because, you know, like I said, I hate to say violence is the answer. But I just, part of me doesn't understand how they're still roaming around. You know, but I don't understand how, I don't understand how Zimmerman is still living a good life. I don't understand how the gentleman who killed Nipsey is still living. Yeah, he's in. They they said they had to get him off the street. But let me tell y'all something. We just let anybody do anything to us. It was my family. I'm just gonna go ahead and say we wouldn't have needed to release no video. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I never said I was against street justice. I personally think a couple people need some street justice. But do you remember when the street like and? Is that's what I'm asking here? Okay, so here's the real question: Is it not that street justice doesn't exist? Because I do believe it it does, but is it because we want to give our justice system time? No, to prove there, you know, to prove that it doesn't work, or is it that we no longer believe? as strongly as we did i mean what is the disconnect here because people protested and we did a lot for trayvon you know we've done a lot for the names past and present but we have yet to see the justice like i said that fixed the uh the crime so what is the next step if we 
if we just continue down this path? Do we just sit back and become idle with nothing ever happening? Like, what do we we at one point at some point we I, I'm not you know we gonna have to start using that Malcolm X he was if y'all go back and I mean if so those who listen to Michael X for those who studied you know we known some of the what he was about he wasn't really about turning the other cheek you know he was like you right. know and if you go research some of the Black Panthers you know if if you haven't you know watched some of their documentaries I suggest you do that uh, especially Fred Hampton and, and you know I mean you know they Huey P Newton they weren't about just turning their own cheek and like uh uh how many times will I have to turn my cheek and how many times will I have to do all this and I'm not gonna be doing that too much longer and that's just on period like I said y'all going we can't just march and then be quiet and then blah 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 no we have to keep on their necks we have to keep uh on them until we get the outcomes we need until they realize hey hey they not playing. They getting serious. That's why I told y'all, get your gun license. Get your gun. Yep. Protect yourself. I'm not saying go out and just shoot everybody, but protect yourself. Yourself. Go to these marches strapped. And I'm not saying fire a bullet, but why can't we protest like we just seen these white folks protest just so they right. can get well, the hand the corral. They, they protesting just for because they want to do a push-up in the gym. And they got guns. So guess what? That was a that, that right there should have been a layout of how we need to protest. That should have been a layout. Y'all saw the way they was pushing them, they were pushing them police over at Capitol Hall and how they how they bombarded Capitol Hall, uh, Capitol City, uh, wait, uh, Capitol Hill with they uh, guns and stuff on them. Guess what? When the Black Panther did it, it was considered a terrorist thing. But let's let us let's yeah. I said we need to do it. I said we need to do it because guess what? What they we gonna say? Well, they were able to do it just a couple months ago, right? I mean, because where where that's what I'm saying. Where does it stop? Like, and I, I I'm not being funny or over dramatic. I just no, want we, to explain to me how one is right and you know the other yeah. is not. We need to let them know we're not scared. We need to let them know the gaze of uh uh uh, uh kumbaya, my lord. Jesus said, "Face without works is dead." I'm, I'm literally quoting the Bible for you. He probably like, what y'all sitting over there doing nothing? Y'all march for a day and then that's it. it y'all got to start fighting. Y'all got to start letting them know this not okay. Yeah, not. Okay. We want the same. We want the same. It's mental health, not, not this. When we we want that same treatment. We want to be able to have our riots in the street, just like yeah. They still allow KKK to meet up, and now had a police out there and all that stuff. I mean, look what they did in North in North Carolina. Come on now, don't play with me. But yeah, yeah. I want to say it's really unfortunate that this is what we've come to. Mm-hmm. And I want to say just this. the ones we know about. We ain't even you know. We can't be upset about the ones we don't know about, but we should be because we know there's ones we don't know about. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. But y'all, we got to do some RIPs. This has oh. been just a rough week in black music. It, it really has. Sucks. First, we found out about Andre Harrell. And let me tell y'all, some people say, well, what all the Andre Harrell did? You wouldn't have had Mary J. Blige. You wouldn't have had Diddy. And y'all know back in the day, uh, bad boys was running 
Cause with Diddy, we got Biggie, we got we got Lil Kim, we got Total, we got all of them. We wouldn't have had Jodeci, and y'all know oh, so many Jodeci. people, so many people, boy groups, you know, claim Jodeci as their inspiration. So many, so many ladies claim Mary J. Blige as their inspiration. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, literally, if you ask these ladies who is your inspiration, nine times out of ten, one of them was going to be Mary J. Blige. We wouldn't have had Heavy D, and y'all know I love me some Heavy D. We wouldn't have had Guy. You know, we wouldn't, we would not have had, um, Teddy, Teddy Riley, cause he is guy, you know, Aaron Hall, we wouldn't have had them. And then, you know, we, we, we go to bed to that sad news about Andre Harrell to wake up. up. Hmm. We didn't even get a good day. We didn't even get a good day to find out the legend, the legend, the father of rock and roll. Cause he really did. He was a pioneer. Little Richie died. And let me tell y'all something. Little Richie did not get enough flowers while he was here on earth. When I started researching about Little Richie, uh, I was in absolute awe when I like was wondering why he was never getting his flowers. And I literally just think that he was somebody that a lot of people just forgot. And I don't understand why. Because when I would research about Little Richie, I was like, this man is still alive, but he's not getting the credit, the respect he did. He saved the Rolling Stones, the group, the Rolling Stones. They were nobody. They were not popular. They were flatlining. And he brought them on tour with him. And he made them who they were. The first tour the Beatles ever took was with Little Richie. And he was able to make them who they were. He taught Paul McCartney how to sing right, how to do all this stuff, how to, you know, go go into these places that you can't go into. And he literally brought them on tour with him. You know, Elvis Presley gained his inspiration for from people yep. like Little Richie. So, you know, if you, how can you call Elvis the king, but not give Little Richie his flowers? Well. It would be no prince because let's just keep it real. Little Richie was, had the outfits, he had the wigs. Lil Richie was unapologetically him. And everybody was looking at him like, this black man is wearing like these see-through shirts, tight pants, like the women wear. What is he doing? Like, he is really, you know, free. And like he meant when I when I was listening to interviews with him, he was always said, I've always just been me. And I was always going to be unapologetic about it. So he said, like he he told somebody, you might yeah you might want to call me a sissy, but call me a rich sissy. Hmm. So you know we have, and then we didn't even get another day. Yeah, we didn't even get another day, y'all. Injuries was hard. Betty Wright. Let me tell y'all something. Betty Wright's song about making love and made it just so great. Tonight, it th- you make me a woman. I mean, y'all, we have got to give Betty Wright another person who didn't get much of her flowers. Yeah, I was gonna say, she was very underknown too, though. Like, she didn't get her flowers. And when she wrote No Pain, No Game, I think she was like, what, 15 or like 14, 15? She was very young. She, which. Which, I forgot which song she wrote, but she she started out very young, like recording, writing, and stuff. And I mean, her voice was just beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And from what I hear from the people in Miami, uh, where she was from, and like how she helped, she helped a lot of those young singers 
and she helped a lot of those people who needed help from her. They said she was giving, she was caring, and you know what? This is what I tell people. We have really got to stop waiting until people pass to give them their flowers. People like Betty Wright. Huh? They say, yeah, when they can't hear you, Mm -hmm. you know, the dead hear nothing. Because, you know, yes, we did give Prince their flowers. People like that, of course. Kobe got his flowers. But I don't feel like Andre Harrell really got his flowers. I don't feel at all Little Richie got what he deserved. He deserved so much more, especially from BET. He didn't get any flowers from BET. And my not one flower. It was so many people who got honored before him that, sh- that he should have been honored at BET. And he really should have got his flowers. Shame on you, BET. Shame. And Betty Wright, she should have got her flowers. We can't um, wait until they pass and be like, oh my God, oh, sad time in music. Uh, we have got to celebrate our legends because if we don't celebrate them, who will? Who? Exactly. Will? Nobody. So y'all needs to get up. Y'all needs to put a little tribute together, BET, TV1, of our old black legends, and let's celebrate them. Let's get them their flowers. Let's let's honor them. Let's get them what they deserve. Let's get them what they deserve because guess what? It seems like 2020 is, is, I mean, we're not even. 2020 not taking no, no else. 2020 said, uh, I'm in it to win it. I'm going to let y'all know this is the beginning of a new decade. And uh, y'all going to remember me. Honestly, you would have told me so many big stars would have passed this year alone. And we only in May. May. We haven't even got the halfway point yet. We not. We we are one month shy of being halfway. And honestly... I'm kind of nervous to see what the last seven months, six months going to look like. Shit. At this rate, we done cut up, been locked up. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just saying, you done been forced to stay in your houses and some cities are reopening. But, you know, they was like, you know what? Let me show y'all. Y'all thought y'all was living big in 20, uh, 2019. I'm going to show you. Boom. Keep your ass in your house since you don't know how to play nice. Mm-hmm. Boom! You ain't want to look at the injustice. I'm gonna show you injustice. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, okay, okay. And I mean, it, it, let me tell y'all something. I want to give just a thankful, like you know, with all this shit going on, sometimes you just gotta clear your mind, and that's exactly what Erica Badu and Jill Scott did. That set off. They was fire. They it was a sisterhood. I loved it because it wasn't no, oh, it was a loving, it was, you did this, man, you did that. The hits was rolling, and apparently they got, it was, what, versus biggest, and let's let y'all know, women do rule the world, especially black women. I just want to let y'all know that, <laughs> just in case y'all forgot. These women brought in over 500,000 people alone on this. Oh, wow. I, I saw them go up there to like seven, 700. And then, you know, with that, there was, there was people who was viewing it on YouTube, people viewing it on others people page on Instagram because they couldn't get in. And 
to find out that these ladies' albums are trending, their songs are doing great on iTunes and the charts, and to find out that these ladies did over one plus billion streams of people who just wanted to watch and see what's going on, who clicked on it, who read about it and all this. I just want to give a shout out to Erica Badu and Jill Scott because we have loved our music. Y'all music has gotten us through them hard times. Y'all music has opened our eyes for a lot of stuff. And we, I don't know about y'all, but I needed that. I needed that because I was just, I just needed to escape just for a little bit. And I I appreciate it because let me tell y'all something. They gave us a, bef- a, a, a little a little before show. They had Nikki Giovanni sh- doing her poems and poetry. Then we got into it, and Erica Badu was playing her gently in the back. I appreciated it. I appreciated everything about it. It was just it was just the the stream of black excellence and just and you know what I love about Erica Badu and Jill Scott. You can just tell they so proud to be strong black women. They love their black men's and they just want to sing about our people to us. You know what I'm saying? They, they really are here for us. Like they here for black people. And I, and I love that about them. And you know what? I forgot about some of them gems. Some of them gems, you know, I had to go back and say, Those Oh, are the best songs. When you forget that they, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, cause they really do be like the best ones. you be sitting there and be like, Oh, <gasps> Damn, I ain't heard that song. And you remember like all the memories to the song and you be like, you know what? That shit was fire. Like, and you know they good artists because it's still fire. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I have been jamming, jamming. I've been going back and forth between Erica and Gia. Erica, and I have been screaming and, 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 and doing all my, y'all, I have been acting like I have, like I was doing a live concert performance the way I've been screaming and singing these songs. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So look, we about to wrap it up, but I'm gonna tell y'all this. Stay safe. We've said this several times, but we want to say it again. Just because they open your city don't mean you got to be out loud. I heard they open in New York, like what, um, March 15th on Friday. Now, what? Holy shit, I'm excited to hear that. Well my New York I'm allowed to be excited because New York has been holding up a lot of things in Chicago, supposedly. Well, what I'm saying is you got to really be careful because New York still has a lot I mean, of their cases. Yes. Now I don't mean I'm running outside, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm so just you- saying that means that maybe part of my life can become somewhat air quotes normal. Again, that's all I'm saying. I don't think nothing's really going to be like, to me, I don't think a couple of things would be normal. Like buffets. I don't know. Well, if the buffets well, I didn't go to buffets too much before and you can bet your ass. I'm not going now. Well, I didn't go to buffets, but there are there is a clientele for buffet. There are some people who cannot afford to go to you know. No, and I I'm not I'm not down talking it. I just always was afraid ever since I saw yeah. that one guy. Um, what he just well, and it wasn't even a big deal. Like he just like reached in instead of using the tongs, he like grabbed something. And that wasn't he, a big deal. The one thing he touched, he grabbed. But I was like, damn, that wasn't a big deal. I mean, it is, but I just didn't eat that dish. But I mean, in the back of my mind, I was like, imagine all the dishes he's done that to. Like, oh, I imagine there are a lot of people who do that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know about the uh, the the future of buffets. You know, I'm be honest with you. I don't because, like you said, I'm a little. Because, like, even the cough shield or cough guard, 
some people really do be doing the most when they at the buffet. Like for some reason that that guard is there to keep you out, but your well, head yeah. is underneath the guard. Why? Well, it's not a sneeze guard because so many people, but this is my thing with the buffet. It's too many people, too many young kids rolling around. How will you monitor who's going to go in there? And then another thing is the temperature. I've always had an issue with the temperature of the food because how long that food been sitting out there? Now I can say the few buffets that I have gone to, like if I go to a happy uh, a happy hour buffet or like a brunch buffet, those have typically been very good. Like, and they have someone constantly standing there watching on guard. You know, I have seen if someone's like touching all over it, they will remove that whole pan and go get another one. Well, I have I want to say this: it's a difference in buffets, and it's just the truth. No, I believe in that too. It's a That's difference awesome. when I'm going to a Las Vegas eighty dollar buffet per person. Till when I'm going to a Golden Corral, I don't know how much go. I'm guessing Golden Corral is like what twelve ninety nine. I don't know, but they biscuits be the truth. It's a difference, and I, I'm pretty sure the service I get at an eighty dollar buffet per person is a little. I have been to some nice, you know, uh, fifty sixty dollar buffets that where they had the mimosas. That was a different feel. You couldn't even bring you know i mean they were like hovering you know and but they also had people serving you so if yeah. you wanted this you need you know that's a different type of buffet than me going to uh go to corral i don't know if the death of golden corral is in the future i mean you gotta I think about it. it i doubt it i just don't know because uh, uh, yeah i got the y'all better if you go to the buffet stay prayed up i'm telling you that Oh, geez, yeah. I'm going to tell you, but I heard Las Vegas is, well, not Las Vegas, but uh, Louisiana is opening up the casinos. And I'm like, uh, ew. Oh, wow. Well, we'll see how many people, because I definitely would not be, let me tell y'all something. Stop being the guinea pigs. If they open up those casinos, you might want to wait a couple of weeks, because I can tell you they didn't wipe them all down. Because they oh, just would wipe the subway down, like, after a hundred something years of use. That's disgusting. Oh. Thinking about it just makes me irk. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all self, New York. Really? A hundred something years? Did they really wipe them down? Like, do they have... Yeah, they sold it, like, on TV. Yeah, they had to. They had to. They had to do, like, a whole bleach of it off, and then they... It was bad. I'm like... And then they literally... Why would you even admit that that was the first time y'all done that in a hundred something years? Well, because the... I mean, think about it. The subways are always open. It's 24 hours. Do you have... Like, you... Are you expecting me as a city to shut down, like, once every four months and do a deep clean? No, I'm saying that you... Well, they can do it in some... Uh, you can shut down one I part. mean, they could do it in an orderly fashion. Yeah. That, I don't doubt that. But I'm just saying, like, do you realistically think that was going to happen? I yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah, you should because... For New York to be as big as they are, that's just nasty. New York, do better. Uh-uh. I ain't down with it. But I, I love mean, that's why they always tell you. You know, the subways are dirty. The cabs are dirty. You know? Oh, yeah. New York, yeah, but New York. But I mean, that's like Chicago. I'm sure Chicago's L is dirty. Like, you know? Any public transportation is dirty. I'm not even trusting the airplanes when they say, well, we're removing the middle seat and then it's proven that you didn't. Or well, we're... We're not we're not gonna sit anybody in the middle seat. And wow. then like three days ago they just had a full packed out flight. Come on. The first thing is you can't be surprised because you know these airlines gonna nickel and dime and try to make their coin. Well apparently That's when they got called trouble. out and everybody was like, Well, I'm not gonna be, you know, riding with United anymore. They came out and be like from now on, moving forward, we will be moving. We will try our best to not uh to to not have the middle seat set in. You know, yeah. we will try our best. 
with limiting the number of flights and all this stuff. And then here comes Southwest, like, well, we're not, we're not promising to move our middle seat, but we're going to, you know, we're going to limit the amount of people in their frontier. Frontier, you are already struggling as an airline company anyway, but being like, if you want the middle seat to be empty, you need to pay an extra $39. Wow. Okay, let's see how I mean, you all do. Yeah. But now, already, let's be very clear. Some people will pay that extra $39. We do know. Well, nobody. If you're going to pay an extra $39, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be for Frontier. It's literally the up north version of spirit. I mean, that's probably true too. So people are not paying for no spirit flight at extra $39. But that's why I say the airline company, do y'all really need a bailout? Because y'all need to change some things before we bail y'all out. Starting with them baggage fees. Really? Yes. You like paying for baggage fees? I can't, well, honestly, I can't tell you the last time I've paid for baggage fees, but in general, no, I do not like baggage fees, but Southwest doesn't have baggage fees. Southwest doesn't, but Southwest doesn't go to everywhere. It doesn't go everywhere you want to go in the world. It just doesn't. I mean, I would love for Southwest too, but it does not go everywhere in the world that you want to go. So sometimes you have to go choose another flight and guess what? United. Drop them damn baggage fees. Guess what, American Airlines? Drop them damn baggage fees. Give me some knee room. Let me be able to at least... You got me cradled in like I'm a newborn baby. What the mm-hmm. hell is going on? Look, if you, wanna, if you want a lovely bailout, drop the baggage fees and give me some leg room. That's how it's I am. Like, you know what you need? A G5. Really? Because you need <laughs> a... Are you really good? Because you... I want... Because I... I I feel like every American should be fighting for um leg room and for baggage fees to be waived. What the hell going on? I mean, I could get the leg room, but you should also probably get economy plus or sit in the emergency row. Why should I have to pay extra just for my legs to be spread out? Guess what? Kim, so you're wanna... not that tall in real life. Why do you need this extra have leg you room? Have seen the leg room that they're giving you in these flights? Have you I have more enough? than enough leg space, and I am maybe not even a good inch have you not been on a united flight lately have you not been on an american flight lately the leg room i don't fly american so i have been on a united flight though the leg room is ridiculous they're not giving you nothing and then sometimes when you play for these uh international extra up upgrades it's not even worth it can i get some real chicken okay You, you know what did i just tell you you need a what Okay. So excuse me for asking for real meat. <laughs> Bianca thinks that I'm wrong for asking for real meat, even though I'm paying for my uh lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, but anybody who didn't travel with me, especially overseas, you know, the first thing they always say, oh, I can't stand this girl. Here she come with all this foolishness with these sandwiches. and st- You like somebody's damn mama, man. You know what? You right, because I ain't got to worry about no fake chicken. I'll bust out with my what? Chicken provolone. Mm. With my pesto sauce. One lady was like, I'll buy a sandwich off you, ma'am. I have no sandwich to spare. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can have what they're serving you, though. Because there is no sandwich or snack to spare. And on that note, everyone, we are going to go. We're going to leave that chicken provolone sandwich over there, that turkey, 
that with that with the with the uh, great poupon. I'm You are more than welcome to have that dusty, rusty, busted food that you complain about. But Bianca, Bianca Rachel, right her, you know. I'm coming mama style. I got snit snips. I got chips, snacks, soda, potatoes. You name it. I didn't bought it, and I'm sitting with it. And when you get ready to go to sleep on that good ten hour flight, you're gonna hear that little crinkle of that little bag just open up. You're gonna get a whiff of them hot chips and be like, "I'll pay you five dollars if I can get a handful of hot chips." There is not a chip to spare. Because y'all should have been on the same game I'm on. I bring a whole separate bag for snacks. I ain't got no shame. What I look like paying for snacks? Not I. Y'all we love you all. <laughs> we all we lo- we love you. We thank you. And if you want to know more about how to uh how to uh pack your snack bag, I, you I got you. Hit Look. me up. I where, got you. Where can they where can they find us? No. If they want to know. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Real Times with the ZKB. If you want to shoot us an email, it's real times with the ZKB at gmail.com. I got y'all for snacks, boo. But now what is not is to spare. So if I need to pack some for y'all, y'all need to let me know before we hit the flight. Don't be acting brand new when we get all tucked in and bundled up, because you're gonna be upset. Oh, Jesus. But y'all, y'all stay safe. Y'all let me know about them snacks. And uh, we're going to do this again next week. You know what? If I get motivated this week, I might show y'all how I get down. Because you thought the movie theater was worse? (laughs) Y'all ain't seen nothing. Mama B over here, she going to make sure she don't go home. I can't say nothing to y'all. So y'all know what to do. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.